0: I'm willing to go to his turf in Atlantic City. I'm a step on him. I'm a crush him. Y'all can mark my words in his. And I'll come in your backyard, baby. For that, my man. I'm proud the best man. No matter what you do, how hard you train, what weight you lift, you're gonna lose, with yes. the I'm never ever gonna lose. Blatant. Blatant. I'm the real champion. No I am the lineal heavyweight that means I'm the best of the best. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the JMP Ray right? boxing podcast here in what used to be called the Squatter Studios in the Cult of Ramble Ranch. Hi, I'm your host, Whiskey J. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Canelo Alvarez, Caleb Plant, press conference. You'll get our take on that. You know, what's the big hype about that conference? We'll talk about it. Don't worry about that. Uh, rumor has it Teofima Lopez might move to August 16th? Thriller. What the fuck? And we break down this weekend's heavyweight unified fight between. Anthony Joshua versus Oleksandr uh, Usyk. But, ladies and gentlemen, I don't do this by myself. I do have a co-host. He's ready to go. He worked out. He's well, he's well refreshed. Wearing a raggedy old Jay and Beery boxing merch shirt. But, hey, he's ready. Are you ready? Beery in the motherfucking house. Beery. I was born I was born Eddie. <laughs> baby payday. It's payday. <baby>. <laughs> I know that. I know that. Look motherfucker. <laughs> you get you get the fuck out of me before I, fuck you. <laughs> I before, fuck you Before I fuck you. Before I fuck you I Before you I fuck <laughs> and then he realize you uh, you up, you up. Before, before I fuck you. You up, you
1: You <laughs> son of a
0: beach. Canelo like Canelo talking English sounds like a fez where you get angry. <laughs> like fans from that 70s show that 70s show yes you son a, am a, 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 a beach. beach you are a beach <laughs> you are a beach Caleb Plant you son of a beach I know that man what a what should we, we just, huh? should we just get to that one I guess so I was about to say right it makes no sense if we go to another subject <laughs> well, I was gonna ask you how you're doing but we just did an episode Monday so it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense but I'm doing good of course he's right I just you know I had a good workout so yeah yeah we're, we're, we're good we're, we're great and I and I'm almost done with the Man Cave. Ramble yes. Man Cave. That's why I, th- I told you it feels odd here at the uh, it's former. Empty. It's pretty it, empty. It's a, to me, it sounds echoey right now because it's it empty really as fuck. It is. It's empty. There's nothing here. There's no posters. There's nothing here. It's just a, it's just a room with a computer screen. Yep. And a mi- couple of microphones that are still going to be here for tomorrow night's episode of Rhymed Alcoholics. Yeah. But other than that, it's it's empty as hell. It's empty as it hell. It really is. So, but... uh. Let's just get to it. So this this past this Tuesday, I'm sorry, we're recording this on a Thursday night. This Tuesday was the press conference to officially announce Kayla Plant, the IBF middle super middleweight champion of the world. I'm sorry, versus the unified super middleweight champ, the WBC, WBA, and WBO yeah. mid, super mm-hmm. middleweight champion of the world, Canelo Saul Canelo Alvarez. B. Rape. Everyone was hyped for already for this fight. Very hyped for it. The altercation that happened mm. between Caleb Plant and mm. Canelo Alvarez. Now, everyone is talking about that. To the point where I think people even forget there's a fight this weekend. Yeah, it, there is. I have not seen any any uh, announcements for J- Joshua's fight. All I've seen on social media is the the brawl that happened between Caleb Plant and Canelo Alvarez. Yeah, that sure took the spotlight. <laughs> it took everyone's spotlight. If you notice, nobody's saying <laughs> nothing right now. Every, only... But the only thing that's being discussed is this. Now, that is publicity you cannot buy. No, it sort of kind of reminds me of the week of when uh, the whole Floyd and uh, Paul you know, thing got your hat shit. I forgot what fight week it was. I remember that too. But I remember we kept saying like, oh, they took the spotlight. I forgot who was fighting that week. I forgot. But it sort of reminds me of kind of like that. No one was, was talking it? about that. For, I know. Someone was fighting that week. Was it Billy week. Joe? I, no, it wasn't. For- yeah. I think it was the week of Canelo versus Billy Joe. Like, we forgot he was fighting that weekend. Yes. <laughs> Canelo took this one. Um, the, Right off the bat, like, what did you think of the press conference? I mean, I didn't get to see too much of it. Um, if you, I, I mean, I have yet to find, like, the press conference, press conference. I've been seeing, like, sound bites. Yeah. Little 30-second clips of the press conference. That's what I've been seeing, I, too. I haven't checked ES News. I haven't checked Fight Hype. But mm-hmm. so far on social media, everyone's just talking about the brawl. But i mean what did you like what's your initial thoughts on it like let's get your thoughts before we continue going with this conversation it's uh that type of uh press conference what you saw there man last tuesday that's something that for sure is gonna get a lot of people want to tune in especially for the casuals i've been hearing a lot of fighters too i think earl spence was one of them saying that you know i've seen some uh, pretty intense press conference this is this is a different level. No, it's not. Something like that. No, I, I, it's I not. I could be wrong. I could no, be no, wrong no. to use those but words. No, no, no. But there's other people that have said that. Yeah, bro, they've bro. said that. Right. Yes, exactly. Like, and I'm thinking like, okay, yes. you, when people say that, they expose themselves as casual fans. Right. <laughs> when people say <laughs> stupid shit <laughs> like that, they expose themselves as casual fans. There's my like, example. Riddick <laughs> Boe, uh I forgot to who. to. Literally punched them with the two piece in the press conference. <laughs> he did. Morales Barrera punched each other punched in a press conference. <laughs> Ricardo Mayorga Fernando Vargas Bar- punched each other. Vargas posted it. He goes, kind of reminds me of my press conference. He goes, there have been <laughs> altercations in boxing. This isn't the first time this Not has happened. Not the first time. No. But for these casual fans, yeah. the, this new this new era of, bo- of quote unquote boxing fans. <laughs> They forget that you know, their boxing existed even before they started before watching they were born. this. Exactly, they think that like, boxing started mm-hmm. only when they started noticing it. No, no, no. boxing yeah. been here for a hundred years. This isn't the first nor no. the last time we're gonna see oh, this no. type of stuff. So, no, no, no. before, and I know Earl Spence probably didn't say that, but I do want to get that off my chest. Yeah, been, yeah, I did see a bunch of morons going, "Oh, this is, this is what you know." <laughs> I've never seen this before. Like, well, then I happen, you happen not to be a boxing fan. <laughs> you happen to just <laughs> expose your casual card. That's why I explained, look at that. It got them really excited. Yeah, it did. And really it really did. It did. It did. It, it did. I'm going say this right now. Mm-hmm. It takes people like me and you to pull up our OG cards and be like, you're a casual. Yeah. <laughs> We pulled our OG cards and be like, "You a casual? Shut your mouth." It's funny because I I, I remember was feeling that way. it was like, "No, it's not the first time," but it, it it is. It does go along with the list of we just mentioned. You know, right? The Barrera Morales, Vargas, uh, Mayorga. It goes with, along with that list of uh, pretty heated confrontation. Tyson Lewis. Tyson Lewis. There we go. So there's been uh like these like weird press conferences. Um, Caleb Pan was insulting Canelo. Plain and simple. Called him a drug he, cheat. Called call, him a drug cheat. Called Eddie Reynoso a fat ass. Uh, <laughs> a fat bi- You're a bitch, and your training's a fat bitch. <laughs> um, basically exposed Team Canelo. Not exposed, but called out Team Canelo's uh, discrepancy when it came down to Valdez's um, positive test. He didn't hold back. That's. I think that's the best way to describe him. He did not hold back. But this. This is. I. I choose not to believe that. That's what got to Canelo. People got to remember that these guys have been going at it. Well, Caleb Plant has been on this campaign mm-hmm. since the beginning of the year. I think I think since we all knew that Canelo's plan was to become the undisputed super middleweight champ, mm-hmm. Caleb Plant has been in a, in a campaign of talking shit about yeah. Canelo Alvarez. Mm-hmm. Ta- like he's been going after Canelo saying he'll beat him. Um that of course he's choosing him to be last cuz he knows that's the toughest fight. But it, it, I think it got I think it got dicey when they started negotiating for the fight and it fell apart in the last minute yeah. in which Caleb Plant went on this almost like this Twitter rant about Canelo's the one that pulled out because of an X or Y reason because he was a diva because he was a bitch he exposed it Canelo's the type of guy that he'd rather rather not expose the business Mm -hmm. you know he doesn't like that I think if anybody's followed Canelo's career He's a guy that doesn't like to expose the business of boxing. Mm-hmm. He rather just the date, the time, press conference, and that's it. He doesn't like exposing the business. And when I mean business, I mean the 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 behind the scenes negotiation. He doesn't like talking about that. He doesn't like exposing it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, you know, he's very old school about that. Doesn't like talking about business, the business side mm-hmm. of the of boxing. Caleb, Plant, on the other hand, went and exposed it and said, Look. Everything was agreed upon. You, you, you basically were the, you, you're the A-side and everything. But you bitched up and added these stupid clauses to the, to the contract last minute. Mm-hmm. And I think after that is where I think it started going downhill. Because then Caleb Lang started going after him harder and harder. And then, of course, with the Oscar Valdez shit, he went in even balls deep in that. Yep. And I, I could see why Canelo was already at, that, at this moment where like, I'm fed up with your ass. I mean, they kept saying that he call him a motherfucker. Everyone kept saying, "Oh, that's what set him off." I don't believe that. Mm. I don't know if you feel that. I don't think that was well, exactly Well, Canelo said. He when he crossed the line, and of course, everyone's saying he's saying he crossed the line. Canelo said he crossed the line in a personal in a personal level, and everyone's attributing that he that Caleb Plant made fun of Canelo outwards. did not make fun, disrespected disrespected his, Canelo's mom. His mom. That's what I heard too. Now. If that's the case, I didn't hear it in the press conference. So far, no, no. social media outlet has posted anything. Oh, like confirming it, right? I confirming. Yeah, it. I, haven't I haven't heard anything. There hasn't been like an article or Twitter, or Twitter, uh, a retweet of Kayla Plan saying anything. I I look at it as you're right. I think Kayla Plan called him a motherfucker. Canelo took offense to it. But I mean, bro, <laughs> you say motherfucker too. You with your with your. Uh, that seventy show accent says okay. <laughs> You can't you can't call someone a motherfucker yourself and not expect someone to call you a motherfucker. They, they did tell Kayla, they did ask him about that. Like was that was that what it was to set him off? And I think Caleb Penn kind of responded by going, Well, you know, if that's what set him off, it shouldn't have I mean, didn't he didn't he cuss that Boo Boo? He goes. What did he what did he say? He asked the guy who in was interviewing him, he goes, motherfucker. Exactly, he goes, He was motherfucker. So why is he why is he, why is he getting mad if I called him a motherfucker? He says. He cussed Boo Boo out with that. So it's funny to me. I don't know, it's kind of childish as we, as we I'm thinking about it right now talking about it. Oh, he said this, he said that. That's what got me mad. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous, but it was yeah, it was intense. Of course, not the most intense, but it was intense. And for sure it makes you want to be like, man, like I cannot wait to see what's going to happen in the ring when they meet, when they meet in the ring. Then you fight with nobody. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck Get my the fuck out of here. Hey, Get the fuck out of here, man. Get fuck out of here, out fuck See, <laughs> <laughs> he did call him a motherfucker on that one. I'm trying. I'm trying to get better I'm gonna, audio. I'm gonna fuck you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he called him a motherfucker. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is re- really ridiculous. What? I don't really know. It really is. But uh, but also we we, we also we got to mention this man that about. I'm pretty sure this was at the end, right? They shoved each other, and then Canelo landed some, uh, I don't know, one, two punches. I believe he did. You know what? I think I got something. Oh, wait, what? My you son (laughs) of (laughs) a bitch. Son of a bitch. What? Was that Canelo, or? You (laughs) son of a bitch. I said, good teeth puffs, you son of a bitch. (laughs) So, (laughs) I forgot how funny the guy is. Um. The, okay, so the shoving, going to the shoving. Yes. Okay, so now we kind of laid the groundwork on the fact that we think that Canelo took offense to the motherfuckers. Motherfucker. Thing, and we kind of showed audio right now that he said motherfucker took to thing. Masterpiece of Bernie Mac, by the way. He was a master motherfucker. Yeah, he was. Shout out to him, recipes Um. peace. <laughs> so you th- do you think that justified the shoving of Caleb Plant? Um, this word Motherfucker. Again, he we just heard him use the word motherfucker on Caleb. Troop- <laughs> oh, no, Caleb on uh, um, Demetrius Andre. Mm-hmm. He from he from the looks of the argument with Demetrius Andre, he understands English. I'm assuming he understands the bad word of motherfucker. I'm sure he does. And I think I, I, I don't know, I'm not too sure, but I think he even calls Caleb Trump a Caleb Plant and motherfucker too. Um, yeah, I think he did too. Yes, I believe I did. Too. Is is this just an ex- built in excuse that he's trying to make? Or do you really think that Caleb Plant really got to his head? Because the shoving. Let's be honest, Canelo hasn't really been. No, no, he hasn't. Like it's like it's maybe a hand. Maybe I can count two two or three times he's actually done that where he's gotten very uh, in your face shoving matchup. Kayla, the uh, Danny Jacobs was one where he shoved him, and he basically you know told him to Chinga tu madre, which again that's disrespect to another mother. He basically, that's, you know, let's be honest. If um, and, I, and I'm bringing this up because <laughs> uh-huh. Canelo saying he got offended and he felt that Caleb Plant took it too personal and disrespected him in a personal mm-hmm. level. And so he shoved him. Honestly, I couldn't hear him very much when they're talking trash, but... I, but I, then I, I'm going by uh-huh. Exhibit A. He called Dimitri Sandrade a motherfucker. <laughs> exhibit B, and I can't find it right now, but I'll try to find it. In which he gets into a shoving match with Danny Jacobs on the way in. And then the woman in the woman from the zone interviews him and tells him, why did you shove him? He said that Danny Jacobs was afraid. And he said, que vaya chingar su madre. Again, if you're offended by the fact that someone, did again, crossed the line and disrespected your mother, you've gone already twice <laughs> disrespecting other men's mothers. I say you're fair game now. At this moment, <laughs> to me, I say the verdict is it was just a lame excuse. I think he got a little bit into his head. Do you or do you think that? May, like Kayla plants uh, uh, reason to this is no one's ever had. No one's ever stood up to Canelo that way. No one's ever stood up to him, or showed the confidence that he's showing. I can't remember someone the way he's doing it. No, I could be wrong. Help me out here. I mean, Triple G was confident. But yeah. see, Triple, he didn't step, he, and was, I felt, I, I felt, I felt that Abel Sanchez was more disrespectful towards Team Canelo. A- Abel Sanchez was the, the yeah. mouth, but, but, big time. But Canelo never started fucking getting crazy on Triple G. No, it, it was mostly on the trainer. Yeah. Abel no, Sanchez, but, yeah. Yeah, but he, you know, but just like yeah, yeah. backhanded compliments. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But you don't see him getting crazy with him. No, no, no. Danny Jacobs, it was just an intense stare down mm-hmm. that turned into a shoving match. Yeah. I can't remember anybody else he did that with him. you know um I don't know if they shoved triple G in that second fight they not they were really. they were just head to head head to head because he he just I don't there wasn't much of a face off I, I he- always look at I always look at these as as like confidence build not confidence builders like lack of confidence when you have to resort to that-hmm I get it if he's face to face with you you know but the I don't know I, I feel that you, you run I feel you shouldn't run with your emotions and mm-hmm. these things. Like if this was a fight, Caleb plant won this, even though of course, Caleb plant got a cut. I, that, I think Caleb plant won the press conference in the sense of he got to Canelo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That Canelo's always been that I'm going to keep it cool. Yeah. I'm going to let you talk shit, but I'm going to fuck you up in the ring mm-hmm. here. He literally laid hands on him by put, by shoving him pretty hard. And then, Giving him a two piece combo, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sunglasses flew out. <laughs> Luckily, it didn't jeopardize the fight, though. As mm. far as we know, as we're as we're speaking. Uh, what I've f- read, yeah, they said it was just a minor cut. It can be. It didn't healed. look like it, but with today's Photoshop, right. a lot of people make uh, a lot of people make exactly. it worse than it looks like. Um. Okay, so shoving it all, punching it all. Your take on that Canelo thing, though. Like, do you think? Is this was this out of character? Like, do you think? Like, I think you just said right now that you actually do, you kind of agree that Caleb Plant must have got to his head because, like the 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 evidence shows he's called other he's called other people's mothers out. Yeah. So it's fair game. Like you can't you can't be offended if you're doing That's it why too. I say it was an excuse. It was a lame excuse. Mm-hmm. Then Canelo's reaction. What mm-hmm. do you take of that? These press conferences. Yeah. Again, I don't. The way how it what, how he acted compared to other press conference, yeah, this was probably the most, um, I mean, <clears throat> how do you say it? Just like the, the way he acted, that's, that was not the way Canelo conducts himself, right, at these press conferences. So I took it as like, he must have got under your skin very good. He must have said something. He Obviously, he did not like some of the shit he was saying, especially call him a drug cheat. Oof, that sent that him off a bit right there. So, to me, I take it as, like, you're right. In a way, Caleb Plant won that press conference for that day. And I think that really got to him. It just it has to. I don't care what people say. I mean, you Canelo fans might be like, no, he called him a motherfucker. He, you know, he made fun of his mom or whatever the excuse is. Um, To me, you, I'm saying it. It showed that, yeah, he, he got a little bit under his skin. But you reacted. But the way he reacted, it showed a bit even more. To me, it showed a bit more obvious. He was getting under your skin, and I can just feel that. I can just feel it through Caleb Plant. I can—he really means it when he fucking says, "I'm not here to get a collect the fucking paycheck. I'm here to fucking win." And I sense that. I think they all say that, but when they step in with Canelo, mm-hmm. it's a—it's a different story. No, definitely, of, of course, no. I, I, think that, I think that's a different story exactly for the everyone, prediction. Yeah, I think everyone—everyone ha- everyone walks in with a plan until so they get punched in the exactly. face. Exactly. You know, Canelo's mm-hmm. a different type of beast. I agree, you know? but um Plant is showing it for sure. Like, I, I want this. Obviously, he wants this, but can he get the victory? Well, that's a different. But, subject. Here's, a, here, but here's a crazy thing: if it doesn't work out for Caleb Plant, uh-huh. you look like an idiot. Oh fuck yeah! You look yeah. like an idiot doing all that. Oh yeah, like this could easily work for you because you're getting you're getting under this guy's skin, and it could work. Or It could backfire and you look like a complete moron doing everything you just did right now. (laughs) It's kind of like the conversation we had with Billy Joe Sanders, right? Either it's going to be in your favor or at the end, Canelo's really going to fuck you up. And we saw that Canelo really fucked him up. And Canelo fucked up Billy Joe. um, Let me ask you this. and This is not going into any predictions or anything uh like that. Caleb Plant doesn't have the deep resume of Canelo Alvarez. No. But... Canelo Alvarez's last couple opponents, you could say Canelo's been on a European diet as of late. Yeah, he has, actually. Caleb Plant, is he a threat to Canelo come, um, was it, uh, uh, um, November, November 6th? November, 6th. Is, November he a, 6th. is he a threat to Canelo Alvarez to yeah. achieve his goal to become the first ever Mexican super middleweight undisputed champ? Is so, he a threat? So far, no. You don't consider Caleb Plant a threat? And he's not a huge threat so far. Really? That might change again when we do our prediction. But so far, I'm going to say exactly by that, even saying a prediction, <clears throat> I don't see him as a big threat. Even though some people are calling, saying that, you know what? He has a chance of outboxing Canelo. People are saying that. It's rare that we've seen... The, the thing is, Canelo looks really good against stationary fighters. I think Plant said something like that. You know, Billy Joe... Like, Billy Joe had legs, but Billy Joe was more of, like, he was trying to slip the punches, but he was making, um, he was making the, he, Caleb, I'm sorry, Billy Joe was fighting in a pattern that Canelo Alvarez started figuring out that he always dipped to his right. And then yeah. over a while, Canelo figured out, okay, this isn't a booby trap. This actually is moron keeps doing the same fucking <laughs> movement every time. Like he throws his punch. he always leans this way. Okay, cool. Next time he does it, I'm gonna la- I'm gonna have my fist waiting for him, and that's mm-hmm. how he fucking cracked him. Yeah, you know. And you rewatch that fight, Canelo and Eddie Reynoso figured out or, or saw that pattern of him doing that, mm-hmm. and they thought, okay, maybe it was maybe this is him trying to set up a, a, a set up a, a trap. But no, the... Billy Joe was a uh, no side, no 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 special features. He was just straight up ordinary up and down fighter, just who happened to have this awkward style that Canelo figured out and then busted his orbital bone Mm -hmm. for. Caleb Plant, I think, has shown has demonstrated that he can fight in the pocket. Has demonstrated he can fight on the outside, and he has a piston like jab. Mm -hmm. He has the height advantage. He has, I think, he has the reach advantage. I honestly think this is gonna be this if Caleb plans any success and maybe I'm giving my prediction here I'm not giving my prediction but kind of giving his a sneak yeah. peek uh-huh. Caleb has to have a piston jab but not just a, any type of jab you're gonna mm-hmm. have to have a game-changing jab where you can throw a quick jab hard jab like you gotta you gotta have like Paulie used to say you got to have variety in the jabs you can't keep throwing that same old one two same old jab because Canelo Wilders is gonna catch on and he's gonna start countering. Mm-hmm. This fight is between two great counterpunch... Two, one great counterpunch in Canelo and someone that we haven't yet seen. Will mm-hmm. Caleb Plant rise right to the occasion? I'm thinking this this is a this is a closer and more dangerous fight that I think people are giving it credit for. That's what I'm hearing too. Canelo Alvarez has been on a European diet as of late. Mm-hmm. And he's fighting an American-style fi- slick fighter. The only downfall on Caleb Plant is... You're walking in to Canelo's turf, Vegas. You cannot sit on your, you cannot just sit on win, on throwing two or three clean punches. You have to make it clear mm-hmm. that you're winning this shit. Yep. And I think that's where the danger comes. That's where the danger is yep. going to be for Kalo Plant. But we'll go into that that's as unlikely. closer we're getting to it. Yep. But I want to get that. I want to make it known. This fight is, I think, is a little bit more dangerous than what people are not mm-hmm. not giving it credit for. Caleb Plant is a dangerous dog. Guy has nothing to lose. No, really, no. nothing to lose. Nope. The, to me, Caleb Plant's a guy that has had a chip on his shoulder. He just gave me that vibes. And he feels it. And I feel he thinks he needs to prove himself. And that's the type of fighter that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. He has a lot to prove. But also could be his downfall, because I think he, I believe I think I think this is a little bit a little mm-hmm. bit of a more dangerous fight for Canelo, that I think and I think Canelo know knows that as well. It has to be because uh, even Plan has said that, because he's been saying that you know what I'm tired of people making it seem like this guy's unbeatable. He's beatable. He goes, he got outclassed by Floyd. He goes, he lost to Lara. He got beat. He Triple G beat him in the first fight. Second one was pretty close. He says. Yeah, he's beatable. He says, kept saying that. I think we're all waiting to see the adjustments. We haven't seen it yet. Canelo's been, Canelo has been has been moved, um has been has been put uh, put against opponents that have made him look good. Mm-hmm. I think Kate. I'm hoping Plant plans the type of guy to get Canelo out of out of the comfort I, I zone. I hope so too, man. I'm hoping that it I'm is. Better. So. I mean, we'll wait until October, November sixth for that 6, yep. But Final predict Final prediction on the press conference. I mean. Any last any last thoughts? I'm predicting any last thoughts on the press conference we just saw this oh, Tuesday. Oh man, just uh, if they. Uh, what, what I'm gonna say is they they for sure did their job. They promoted the fight. They got a lot of people hyped for it, especially the casuals. We just mentioned it. I, I think they 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 did their job. Oh, Showtime! It's on Showtime too, and it's on Show. Oh, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Lennon Jr. Man, played it very casual when that should happened. <laughs> If you watch that video, he backed up a little bit. I swear I heard him say, don't hit me. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> One last thing, Canelo Alvarez. Great reflexes? What, yes, actually, come on. We got to admit, that was a pretty good reflex. Um, it didn't look like he, he was trying maybe too hard. Caleb uh, Plant, maybe. I don't know. Well, maybe he fucking missed, but whatever, whatever it was, Canelo was set and ready. <laughs> he carried him very well, pretty fast. You're annoyed by the fighter. You're able to touch him like that. Okay, we we, we agree that Caleb Plant won the press conference. <laughs> but who left more confident in that press conference, Caleb Plant, knowing that he got under Canelo's skin, or Canelo knowing like, oh, this guy threw a, this guy tried to throw a check hook, and I caught that fucker and mm-hmm. countered him. Who left the more confident guy in that fight and out of that press conference? I still feel like it was C- Caleb Plant a little bit. To be I was out and I was hoping you're gonna say Canelo because I was like counter you like well Caleb Plant didn't look any less confident of what just happened. He looked yeah. even more confident <laughs> on what just happened. Even though he has a, a busted has a up cut. cheek, yep, yep. he looked confident. He looked like I still got that vibe. Yep. I, mission accomplished. Exactly. That's why I picked and to say it was Caleb Plant who left a bit more confident. Even though social media would say he lost. I think in actuality he know he he know he, he went in there knowing that he was gonna get under the skin and maybe there was gonna be an altercation. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Because he didn't look any he didn't even look mad he didn't look frustrated. No, he looked like fuck it. I got, I got caught. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Fuck it. But guess what? I got under the skin. I got under the skin. Exactly. So all right. W- one last thing too. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you hear the comments about what Eddie Reynoso said about how like I'm no I'm no fucking nutritionist. You know I'm oh, a trainer. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, I, I have, it. I think I have it here. Hold on. He, I just wanted to get your thoughts because he, he can tell he was getting annoyed by those questions about like, you know, why are they getting caught and all that. And he, he that was his answer. Like, hey, I'm no, I'm no fucking nutritionist. I think I have it. Hold on, Let's right? See if yeah, I have it here. get that. That was his response, folks. Yeah. <sighs> Damn it. Hold he on. Did. Keep talking. Keep talk, But yeah, yeah, he, his basically was saying, I'm just a trainer. I tell you, you know, the the techniques, I like you how to fight. You know, hold the mitts and all, all that shit, right? But he goes, when it comes to, you know, adding shit in your body, n- nutritionist, that ain't my fucking job. It was kind of him saying, like, that's kind of their responsibility or or the actual nutritionist. That's their fucking responsibility. Bit, but I don't know. At the same time, I thought maybe he was the nutritionist or maybe it was his no, father. I, don't fucking know. I think his dad used his to be, dad the, used to be the nutritionist of the group. Yeah. Chepo, right? There go, Chepo. I think it was uh, Chepo. Chepo knows, I yeah, I fucking love Chepo. Damn it! You know what? I can't find it, and I and I had it here, and I was gonna send it to myself. So you know, okay, cool. But I have was it audio or uh, the 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 quote? It was a quote. Yeah, it was a picture thinking? of a quote. Right? But yeah, you're right. I, he did say yeah, because he was asked like, hey, what do you? What's your take on the whole? You know, people accusing you. Okay, I gotta find it. Find oh, it. okay, okay, all right. It says ESPN. It says Eddie also told ESPN in Spanish last week through a translator that we have we have a critic. What up? That. Sorry, we have a wave of criticism <laughs> that's caused him to think twice about which fighter he trains moving forward. He's even considering having fighters sign a waiver before before starting. Now that doesn't sound right. <laughs> so you won't. So you're basically gonna have these fighters sign a waiver, of what? Yeah, for what? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Okay, I get what. I get that you're gonna be hesitant to take in new people, but why are you gonna make them sign a waiver? Whatever. And I quote, I'm I'm not their nutritionist. I don't give medical <laughs> advice. I'm the trainer. <laughs> I go. teach technique. That's it. I've been training for 20 years. And this time I've trained 15 world champions, and my job is just to train them. These people like Kayla Plan don't know anything about my career, my accomplishments. I'm done with the I'm done with my role with these fighters. This is something. This is there is something ignorant about them trying to tarnish everything that I worked for yep. yeah. um, mm-hmm. I think when you're head trainer you are the face yeah um, I think casual fans um, will look at a trainer like Phil Jackson you think when you think Lakers you think Phil Jackson yeah uh, when you think Patriots Bill Belichick when you think Manny Pacquiao Freddie Roach When you think Muhammad Ali, Angelo Dundee, you know, you, you you get where I'm going with this, you know, here, Canelo, Eddie Reynoso. Um, at this moment, Oscar Valdez, Eddie Reynoso, um, Ryan Garcia, Eddie Reynoso, Eddie Reynoso is the face of, of, of these fighters I just mentioned, especially Canelo, Oscar, Oscar Valdez and Ryan Garcia. People don't know that behind, uh, eddie there is a team there's a nutritionist there's a strength and conditioning coach mm-hmm. there's an assistant trainer there's a it takes a team to to build the body to go to combat yeah. like this is just one guy back in the day maybe yes the trainer would be the nutritionist he'd be the strength and conditioning coach he'd be everything he'd be mickey when you think of rocky you think of mickey think of mickey he'd be your mickey you know but mm-hmm. old school fighters you know, back in the day, had one trainer and an assistant trainer, and those two guys were tasked to prepare you to go to battle. But as as the sport as the sport has grown, so has the technology and the advancements of uh of, of training the body in a healthy manner. Yeah. And and not in, a, in an unhealthy manner. Not saying that back in the day was unhealthy, but there was a lot of wear and tear and strain in the body compared to now. Sports science has evolved. There you go. To use the word sports science has evolved now. To the fact that you have strength and conditioning coaches, you have nutritionists. Mm-hmm. And it's sad to say that nowadays we don't think of them, there's no faces to attach them to them. We just think of mm-hmm. the trainer. Yeah. I think the only, I think when you, if you're a boxing head or a semi boxing head, and I say strength and, uh, strength and conditioning coach, I think maybe nine out of ten people will say Alex Ariza, which used to be the strength and conditioning coach of Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> and and that was a team, but HBO brought up and, and I, I like the I like to give a big shout out to HBO and Showtime because those are the those are the networks that showed that there's isn't just a a a, a two man team, fighter, trainer. There's a team behind these guys. Mm-hmm. Like remember um twenty four seven showcased Alex Ariza. Yep. And preparing Manny Pacquiao for battle. And, and making sure that Manny was prepared in the most physical way possible when he was fighting these big Walter weights mm-hmm. when he was considered the smallest guy in the division. And that's when we realized there's things called strength and conditioning coaching. In MMA, you got the same thing. You have a, you have your striking coach. You have your jujitsu coach. You have your nutritionist. You're, and you have your, your uh, strength and conditioning coach. Mm-hmm. There's so many coaches. Same thing in football. You got your the defensive line. You had the defensive coach offensive coach special teams coach mm-hmm. you have so many coaches boxing for some reason is still stuck in the it's a two-man team fighter trainer fighter, trainer and that's not there no more dude mm-hmm. like the sport has evolved there's mm-hmm. a team behind that and i can see where eddie's kind of saying it's ignorant for someone like kayla Plant, who sh- who knows for a fact <laughs> because kayla Plant has a trainer an assistant trainer a mm-hmm. nutritionist and a strength and conditioning coach <laughs> so for eddie for to say to make these comments is saying you're ignorant cuz you fucking know for a fact that that's not true. I'm not I'm not the coach. I'm not I mean I'm not, I'm not the doctor. I'm not the nutritionist. Mm-hmm. You're just being stupid and ignorant by saying that. <laughs> I agree with Eddie on that. Mm-hmm. I agree with Eddie 100%. He's not the doctor. He's mm-hmm. not the nutritionist. All he's there is to is to sharpen your tools to, to and come up with the game plan for you to ex- execute on fight night. Mm-hmm. That's it. The rest of the job is to the people that are there to help you, to to cut down the weight, the nutritionist, to make sure your body doesn't fail you when the when the fight gets tough. Your your strength and conditioning mm-hmm. goes. those guys are tasked to help you with that. Yeah. My job is to come up with the game plan. My job is to make sure you're throwing the jab properly, the right hand properly, that you're setting up combinations fast and quick, and 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 the reflexes are on point. That is my job. My job is not to do the rest of the shit. You got that's why you got someone else to do that. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree with Eddie. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. I agree with Eddie, it! All right, then. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, going into it. Thriller. <laughs> yes, oh, God. Rumor has it, b that Teofimo uh, <laughs> Lopez, George Cambrosa, is moving again. Once again. <laughs> They're moving to the fight. Day. This is like their fifth one, I believe, if, if it happens. <laughs> Again, it says right here, Mark Comperger put, Tiofimo Lopez has signed a contract following his life. Light- oh, no, my man. Uh, yeah, it's a life weight uh, fight against George Cambrosa. The fight was moved from October 4th to the Hulu Theater and is now being moved to October 16th to the Barclays Center. Brian Kavanaugh told Teofimo Lopez Sr., who told Mark Comperger, Cambrosa has yet to agree on the change. <laughs> well, oh, you're man. putting it on a Monday, and like we said on, on, on Monday's episode... You're going against Monday Night Football. Football. Monday Night Football. You're yeah. going against WWE's Monday Night Raw. <laughs> and whatever show comes out on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On primetime TV. You're really going to put Teofimo Lopez. You paid. How many much money did they end up paying for oh this my fight? God damn it. And you're going to put it yeah. on a Monday. I'm going to say around $3 million, $4 million, man. Say 7 $8. Right, right. Just go yeah, just yeah. in there. But you're going to put that on a on a monday that didn't make any sense like thriller likes throwing away money so i'm assuming they heard these (laughs) boxing channels yeah like us and they'd be like oh he's right not like oh shit Ray (laughs) boxing is right we're going against monday night raw monday night football (laughs) i would love the idea if they moved it on saturday on that same week but that's but so far they're thinking of putting on on what was it the sixteenth? What days the sixteenth following? That's uh, still I think still on the Saturday. I believe it was on Saturday. I'm checking it right now. Could be wrong. Saturday, Saturday. So that's like the week after. So I'm like, all right, fine. look at that. They're postponing it again. This fight's supposed to happen again back in June, folks. Back in June. And I'm then they moved it to July. I don't think there was no no much of a reason. They just moved it right, and they just because oh they moved it. They then, w- they didn't want to compete against. Um, <laughs> that's right, Mayweather. Mayweather, Paul. Paul, yeah. And then they moved it again, and then he got COVID, and he then they COVID. moved it. Um, I'll say this right now. I think 2020 has been a wasteful year for Fimo Lopez. You were coming off red hot off your performance of <sighs> toppling, basically, arguably, and I say arguably because I, I argue it. <laughs> pound for pound king. Yeah. Globachenko. You're red hot. I, th- I mean, people can go back to these episodes. We were on the bandwagon of Teofilo- Teofimo Teofilo- Teofilo- Lopez being the next big star. He had momentum. I get it. Top Rank didn't believe in you. Uh, I get it. Bob Arum couldn't sell the fight to ESPN. They lost a the purse bid. Yeah. Thriller took it. We 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 all applauded Thriller to take this fight. We were looking at Thrillers going, oh shit, they might be a major player in the game. Early on this year, so far, Teofimo Lopez chose money. What? Well, yeah, he chose the money. And secondly, Thriller is not a major player in the boxing world. It's said it's a joke in the boxing world. So so far, our train, our thought going in, going coming into twenty twenty one, and now we're almost done with the year. We got a couple months left. Yeah. How things have changed, and our and our opinions have changed. Because to me. Teofimo Lopez has now wasted an entire year, an entire year for like, and, and, and I get it. He's, this is a big payday for him, but I mean, I, I, it just, it's wasted. It's the momentum is wasted since then you've had other fighters come up and now gaining the momentum, you know, um, I think I said, I forgot what I said. Box. Yeah, I've said this numerous times. Boxing is not what you've done. It's what you've done lately, and Tiafoe Malopez has not done nothing lately. No, this fight would have to now remind people why uh, it has to why people jumped on the bandwagon for him it's almost like he kind of has a chip on his shoulder right now he has he, in the way he's kind of have to like he's gonna have to remind everybody yeah why we why everybody like was was rooting for him to beat yeah lomachenko right now again it's not what you've done lately okay great you beat lomachenko but that was that was what 2020 that was almost a year ago it's 2021 11, what have you done lately 11 months ago man exactly to me it's it's he, he's wasted away almost an entire year yeah. now for what you know and thriller thriller has not done anything oh i i after this fight if he wins he he definitely needs to come back well no yeah he he re-signed the deal with he top did rank. obviously i but hope he, early you know next year maybe in march yeah he'll it, come back. i yeah. think it was like a three fight deal with top rank a three fight deal you know he's a 3 fight deal but he has to honor the obligations with Thriller who bought the rights to the fight so he's mm-hmm. he's you know doing what he has to do but i don't know i think that, to me like i was thinking about that when i read when i saw the rumor that they might move it i'm like, like dude fuck. again you guys are you guys are fucking around yeah but the same way too and, uh, and to me that just shows that Thriller has no faith in your star power ability that they, they must have seen one thriller must have seen the the reaction people got that it's a Monday that's one two poor ticket sales mm-hmm poor ticket three subscription for the fight must have been down and they had to move it out so I th- mean to me that just shows that as much as Teofimo Lopez is a good fighter mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of there's a bright future for the kid he's not a a a ticket seller mm-hmm and thrillers kind of killing it for him, and him being inactive is killing his momentum to get come to the table and demand the money he thinks he's he's uh, yeah. or he has the right to. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's I think if he wins his fight, and uh, you know great he'll do a great performance, I'm, and I'm, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. But let's say the numbers and thriller don't do as good. Him walking to the table to go fight against uh, Tank Davis or Ryan Garcia, and asking for big amounts, well, then we're gonna be we're gonna go we're probably going to spend the next three years not getting fights because fighters have this high opinion of themselves that I deserve this money. Yeah, bro. You're like, I got it. Um, Larry Merchant said this one time about Floyd Mayweather. Uh If Floyd Mayweather's talent would ever reach his popularity, he'd be the richest fighter of the world. But so far his talent is here. His popularity is down here. So he'll never reach the plateau of a (laughs) did. That was his quote. (laughs) Yep. That was actually a Fimo Lopez. His talent is here. His popularity is down here. I say this right now, and I know I'm going to catch flag. Teofimo Nopis at this moment can never reach the plateau of Tank Davis if he keeps running this this ship yes. the way it's going yeah. right now. I agree. I totally agree. Right to point. me, Tank is the shock collar and, of that generation right now. Yeah, because I mean, he I, runs the rough shot Because apparently there's there's a so far a four kings man right in that in that area that division right. Yeah, Ryan the Gris- four kings and he's kings. the kings. Yeah, the yeah. uh, tank uh, tank Teofimo Lopez, Ryan Garcia, and David Haney. Right there we go. And you're right. Out of those four tanks, a guy. You're right. It was Lopez. A Couple months ago, we said Lopez. Lopez. Uh, 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 do you see where? I'm, do you see at? Uh, exactly. Corner? No. Yeah. At the end of Tank-y. 2020, <laughs> we were so high on Tiofimo Lopez. We even laid out the blueprint of what this kid should have done to mm-hmm. keep himself at at the top of the list yeah. right now. And now the roles are reversed. Tank is the guy now. Tank's running the rough shots. It's kind of like All a, roads lead to Tank. Exactly. It's, it's, exactly. It's almost like they're, they're exactly. It's almost kind of like a race. They're trying to get to this, this destination. Lopez, he man, he he was on the driver's seat, goddammit. He was on his way, but then car broke down. Right, it's kind of like that. No, uh, to me, it's like he pulled, he pulled over to get a sandwich because he was so <laughs> he was so far. He was so everyone was so back. Like he, I bet you he was driving and he looked behind. Like, no, no one's be, no one's behind me. Oh fuck, I'm gonna pull over here. I have. The, I heard they have a great sandwich here. Let me get a sandwich and then tangled. <laughs> zoom, <laughs> and was, oh fuck, Jesus, <laughs> that's what happened. That's what happened, exactly. That's what... But, dude, I mean, I'm glad you remembered that we were so high on Teofimo yeah, we Lopez. Were really high. We We said he was a shot caller. Not Ryan Garcia, it was Lopez. And now Tank runs. Like, all roads lead to Tank at this moment. Yeah. Like, like I just said right now, Thriller had... And, and, and partial the blame is Thriller. Partial the blame is Teofimo Lopez. He fucked up by getting COVID. Yeah. Should have been more responsible Should've about been. it. But, I mean... I, I mean, I'm... I'm glad it's on a Saturday. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Yeah, me too. I'm glad it's on a Saturday. Me too. I'm glad they moved it, but at the same time, it's like, damn, you guys keep moving it a lot. I mean, is theres there, is there going to come to a point that you think they're going to be like, you know what? We're just not going to put the fight on anymore. If they do that, I feel like, man, they sure wasted our fucking time. <laughs> I really did, man. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I really, I, they're they're, they're going to make me you know say that if they moved it again. Actually, cancel it. You motherfuckers wasted our time. All right, so I got a question for you. Yeah. We're not questioning on the next topic. Yeah. So, Oscar La Hoya, who um, is recovering from COVID, mm-hmm. um, of course, has to be a whore and whore himself out. <laughs> you know, you lost your cash cow. Canelo mm-hmm. left. You know, you got stars, but you, you're you not known for knowing how to build stars. Mm-hmm. So, you got good talent like Virgil Ortiz. You have a bipolar, talented, bipolar, <laughs> questionable, talented fighter in Ryan Garcia, Damn. who any day might leave you because he's a bipolar woman and he loves you, and he hates you. <laughs> and then you got a guy named, you know, well, you got another boxer who thinks he's a wrestler, who's not really going anywhere, but he thinks he's a wrestler. One day he might just quit boxing and become an NXT champ. Who knows? <laughs> but, and, you know, of course, how do you keep your business afloat? You decide to do a fight against an MMA fighter. But again, I'll remind everybody it's positive for COVID. Yeah. So he's not there. So it's, to me, I feel that De La Hoya is doing this as a money grab. His company's not doing great money. If you notice, they're not produ- they're not doing a lot of live events. No, they're not. So they're not really he's, doing... he's bleeding money. He needs money, right? Yeah, I'm bleeding. Yeah, he is. It's... Well, he's not bleeding money because De La Hoya just offered Floyd Mayweather $100 million to fight. <laughs> That's right. He did. My question is this: Do you do you even have a hundred million dollars to even offer the great Floyd Mayweather? <laughs> he he he! Really wants to remove that fight that happened back in 2007. No, I don't think. I don't think it's that. I just think he needs the money. That too. No, I don't. I know this. It has nothing <laughs> to too. do about the loss in two thousand. Sure about that? Because you no, know, it, it, it sounds is. like it stings him a bit. Kind of like the Trinidad fight. No, should have, would have, could have. I saw that post. Oh, <laughs> they could. call out Trinidad. That's another good one too. Why not the nostalgia? If these if these circus fights have taught us anything, we're willing to pay to watch dream fights. Yep. You're telling me people are not going to want it. Puerto Rico versus Mexico. I love to see that. Yeah. Trinidad needs the money. Delahoy needs the money. Thriller, thrillers be like, oh, here's my money. Take it. I'll put it on for you guys. Let me get you these drunk announcers. <laughs> no, this isn't. high This has nothing to do about losing. This has to do about the fact that guess what? On the and the social media polls, Trinidad social media is dead. I don't name one time you seen Trinidad Channel on social media. Oh, uh, never. Name how many times you that, see Floyd. I never heard. Uh, not really. I doubt, I doubt it's him. He's always posting the girls kill up, whatever. But no matter, Pete. <laughs> that's not, he's But not when, s- when Floyd makes moves, people stop to watch. People stop to watch. So this has, to me, this has nothing to do about the loss in 2007. Mm-hmm. It has more about the to do with the fact that you need the money. You need the money. And the only way you can get money to keep your, keep your promotion company afloat mm-hmm. is by challenging arguably one of the best fighters in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather, because you saw the way he looked against Jake Paul. One, you think you might look good against him. Yeah, because he he don't look that great, you know. And two, you need the money. Definitely. But my thing is a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Thriller don't even got that type of money. <laughs> Where Where are you gonna go? Showtime don't like you. They, no, they don't. <laughs> fucking Espinoza hates De La Hoya. He does because he thinks he's a fucking coke-headed rat snake. <laughs> So where are you gonna get the hundred million dollars? A GoFundMe page? <laughs> what, what, what you, are, you, are, you, are you gonna sell off property? Uh. I don't even think you're I think I don't even think he I don't even think he owns a house. He lives in a condo. <laughs> I think he lives in a condo with his girlfriend, who's probably gonna leave him any day now when she finds out he don't got no fucking money. <laughs> is, he, is he sure he's not with his wife still? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, would you be with him? No, I would not. <laughs> exactly, yeah, it's question and answer, man. <laughs> Fucking Millie moved back to Puerto Rico. She took, she took the house of Puerto Rico. Oh man, you go keep everything else. I at least got a singing career. Your career died a long time ago, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But a hundred million dollars. Like we're, oh, I, I'm offering. First of all, motherfucker, where you getting this money? In other words, Jay's trying to say, that fight ain't happy. <laughs> no, <laughs> no shit, that fight's not going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. Hap- no, for for, <laughs> for sure that shit ain't going to happen. <laughs> Who the fuck thinks that fight's ever going to happen? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, yeah, it's not going to happen. No way it's going to happen. Floyd's not taking it. Um, I'm kind of still waiting. Floyd might say something. He's, he's probably laughing at us, No, the, the, to me, I'll bet, you Floyd, I'll bet you a secret if Floyd goes, Show me proof you got the money. <laughs> show me proof of funds. Show me that proof. <laughs> show me proof of funds. Mm-hmm. Don't just tell me. Show me. And then if you do, we'll talk. And I bet you, like, uh, let me call you back. <laughs> <laughs> and up, dude, come on. <laughs> not about Floyd Mayweather. First of all, Floyd's not gonna. That's that and, thing's not gonna tame And me. of course, hundred million because you know Floyd ain't gonna do it. You know less than that. Oh no no Floyd's fee is 100 million. Exactly. Yeah, you know. So, that's another reason I go. Of course he's going to give him a of 100 million. I go cuz that's the number. And the, and the, here's the thing. You're not going to buy me just for 100 million. Mm-hmm. I'm 100 million is just for me to step into the ring with you. That's not counting the money I'm going to make promoting this mm-hmm. fight cuz I'm going to be the lead promoter. Yeah. And guess what? We're going to put this on Showtime because Showtime is my com- Showtime is my people's. Floyd doesn't do everything half-assed. $100 million just a fee to get him in the ring. Yeah. We're not counting the fee as a promoter and all that other crap. Mm-hmm. Like he's taking more than 100 mil. Yep. And let's be honest. Let's be honest. Ain't no one going to pay a pay-per-view to watch two aged fighters. One coked out and one that we know has openly called everyone a dumbass and a sucker to keep paying to watch them fight over and over again. <laughs> he's basically he said he's robbing the bank. He's called every single moron since the McGrath since the Bertel fight, he has called you a moron for paying for these fights. And people still pay. And people still pay. <laughs> yeah, they get mad at him. He's not telling you anything differently. No, he's blatantly telling you. I'm robbing the bank. <laughs> so you really think people are gonna wanna tune into another bank robbery? It's like it's funny because, like, he's saying totally the opposite of what promoters, you know, shouldn't be saying, right? Promoters. Promoters, their job is to fucking promote it even though if you think it's bullshit, still try to sell the fight, right? Like, he didn't he openly say against Jake Paul, I'm not even training for this fight. I'm not training for this fight, no. I'm not. Like, I I mean, I keep in shape, but I'm not training. hmm Like, they like, oh, this gotta be, you know, you gotta be, like, really, you know, serious about it. Like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm robbing the bank. <laughs> I, I know. The I, I remember, I, I remember this, those two guys that uh, they do morning combat. Were like, you know, Floyd. You know, you fought the best. You know, are you waking up for this guy? Ready for him? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> he, and he was like, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm robbing the bank. Yeah. The fuck? I'm not waking up early for What the f- <laughs> I wake up when I want to. Hey. And then when I feel like it, I go to the gym. That's what he said. That's, basically That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's what he said. <laughs> Holy shit, he did say it. Basically, right, yeah. I wake up when I want to, yeah. You know, have my breakfast. and I'll if I, I train if I, if I want. If I want. <laughs> and people still paid for the fucking fight. <laughs> and people still paid to watch that fight. So, I mean, yep. okay, I mean, you really think they're going to get suckered again? after that yeah no, fuck <laughs> no, that. no. <laughs> i doubt it dude no with that shit no way people gotta definitely have to look and be like you're crazy i'm not fucking buying that shit exactly dude i'm not buying that oh i mean for us it don't matter because we got the fire stick but yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man but that shit was funny when i saw that and i sent it to him. I Was like oh that awesome no you know what's even more funny he, he came out and said and that he put uh, so he, put, he put a Q&A on Instagram oh yeah and it said Prime De La Hoya versus Prime Canelo who wins you want to hear his audio response yeah yeah right. Hello, Prime De La Hoya. are you fucking kidding me come on Prime Canelo <laughs> let's get into that conversation before we go to a main event yeah that's, Pr- uh, at this moment Canelo's in his prime can we agree with that yeah he is he's 30 yeah 30 but like I mean, 30. he's in his prime. Yeah, like This is the best we've seen Canelo right now, mm-hmm. I think. I think this is the prime. Um, Against De prime, I say Corte. Corte's his prime. Yeah. Corte's is prime. That was what, 90... 99? 99. Right? I think it was a fight before Trinidad. Okay, I, so I 99. Prime De after the Corte fight. Prime Canelo... I say the best I ever seen Canelo was probably I want to say against Danny Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Like I felt he was like really good in that fight, defensively, offensively was just great. So I want to say Canelo. Mm-hmm. So prime Canelo first after Danny Jacobs, prime Del La Hoya after Corte. Who wins? Jesus, does it matter the weight? <laughs> one fifty four. <laughs> one fifty four. Do imaginary one fifty four. You know what? Yeah, one fifty four. catchway. Canelo catchway at one fifty five. One fifty five. 155 because De La Hoya came in at 156 against, uh, against Bernard Hopkins. Hopkins, right? That was a catch and, weight. Yeah, so let's mm-hmm. do 155. You know, neither guy's draining themselves. Mm-hmm. De La Hoya, good jab. Bet was, was L- left hook. Bet. All- but <laughs> it was a predictable mm-hmm. punch that he knew the left hook. And and if you're able to take away the jab, you took away the left hook. Floyd proved that. Mm-hmm. If you took the jab away from him, you, you, you the left hook is neutralized. Mm-hmm. Hopkins took it away from him. He did. Canelo would most likely take it away. He's a better counterpuncher. Mm-hmm. De La Jolla is not a counterpuncher. De La Jolla is a straight up, like a jab to set up the left hook. Yep. I I honestly, to be honest, I got Canelo winning this. And I honestly think, Can, I think Canelo does and implements the game plan and what he did against De La Jolla. Mm-hmm. But Canelo's more aggressive. I can see Canelo stopping De La Jolla. I can see him unboxing uh, him, yeah. Canelo for sure. Stopping him, you know, we've never seen De Lo get stopped really, so it's kind of hard much to imagine, but yeah, he has the potential to do that for sure. Forte almost cut, cut him out of there. He, he did, true. De La Jolla had stamina issues. Oh, oh yeah. I, even, even in his prime, he had stamina issues. At this moment, Canelo has no stamina issues as far as we can see right now. Nah, he had before, but you know. I think that was because I think he was forcing himself to make 154, mm-hmm. or 160. You know, yeah. Not even that. I think I just think he, him trying to force himself to make 154 was the issue. I think if you notice Canelo, move, um, Canelo at middleweight and up, he hasn't had problem with stamina issue. Nope. It was more of a him making 154 weight. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was outgrowing the division, but he kept forcing himself in that division. Yeah. I think he stops him. I think he stops him. I think Canelo Canelo stops him. Or you know, or the or Canelo Delahoya's team stops the fight because they're going to take your guys, take it to his punishment. Mm-hmm. I I honestly think Canelo that Oscar Delahoya had had no was nothing special, mm-hmm. besides the jab, which if you knew, which you had to be an excellent boxer to neutralize him. Mm-hmm. And the only thing Delahoya had from was stealing the rounds. That's true. Other than that, I think I think maybe there'll be rounds where Delahoya steals it, but I think Canelo smacks him around. No, for sure. They even said, that, remember, Canelo's a vicious counterpuncher, man. So you're going to start seeing that, especially in the first couple of rounds, I can just imagine Deloitte doing pretty well. Then after that, Canelo is just going to be viciously counterpunching the whole fucking night, most likely leading to a fucking knockout. Floyd, counterpuncher. Bernard, counterpuncher. You know, Manny Pacquiao, D, it was not even a counterpuncher, but just was just too quick. He was just so fast that night. I, I honestly think I mean fucking a uh, coked out Pernell Whitaker, <laughs> damn, <laughs> was able to counter punch this guy yeah. in his prime. In his prime, man. What do you think a, a, a prime Canelo's gonna do to him? Mm-hmm. I got Canelo winning yeah, I got TKO. Canelo. Yeah, late round TKO. Mm-hmm. I think I think De La Jolla, even in his prime, was given was having stamina issues. Mm-hmm. You don't think and in the later rounds Canelo's still fighting at the same pace, mm-hmm. as aggressive. Those punches are still coming in harder. Yep. Canelo stops him, dude. Yeah, he does. I even think he thinks I think the body punches are gonna do it. Oof. And he's been down with a body punch before. I think Canelo, Canelo knocks out De La Hoya with the body punch. Right, damn. I don't think I don't think Canelo. I don't think De La Hoya. See, De La Hoya came I always say this, De La Hoya came around the came in at the right time in boxing. Fuck really? They needed a star. And I think they brought him up right. But if you look at his win losses, his wins have been against B-level fighters. His biggest losses have been against the A-side, against the top-level fighters. Mm-hmm. Everyone always talks about he fought the best, he fought the best, but he lost against the best. De La Jolla, to me's career is basically summed up as this. Participation trophy. We applaud him for fighting the best, but he <laughs> lost to the best. I mean, if you watch videos of how Max Kellerman praises this guy, it sounds like he's awarding him for participation because he—that's one of the things he gives him big props. He goes, "Hey, you fought everybody." That's his—that's his quote. You fought everybody. Guess goes. what? Orlando Salido has like seventeen losses. He fought everybody under 130. <laughs> I don't see people praising uh-huh. Orlando Salido. Yep. I don't see people applauding Paulie Malignaggi, Fakoto, fought Danny, Cotto, man. Sean. Yep. Fat Khan, he lost to those guys. Mm-hmm. Where's Polly Malinagi's appreciation? <laughs> I mean, I can go on them. Yeah, people yeah. who have lost to fighters that mm-hmm. are better than who have had legendary careers, yep. but I don't see them praising him. Yep. He fought everybody in the right time. Mm. <laughs> mm. There are some fighters he could have fought, but you know. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, Delahoy's career summed up as this participation. participation. Because he participated in maybe one of the biggest fights. And he, and he happened to be in the era with these great fighters. Okay, cool. But you lost. That doesn't make you one of the best. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, they give it to every journeyman who stepped in the ring against good fighters. Very true. Cop Johnson. Cop Johnson has like what? Almost 10 losses? I think so. Hopkins, Tarver, Dawson, mm-hmm. um, Roy Jones, Carl Frotch. Fucking Cop Glenn J- Glenn Johnson has a great resume of fighting the best guys of his era. Losing to all those men I just mm-hmm. named right now. Where's his... Par- where, where's his praise? <laughs> where's his participation trophy mm-hmm. at? Yeah. Yep. I get you. I, I get you, yeah. Max <laughs> Kellerman is, is, a, is, a, is what we hear in the Jambieri Boxing Podcast call a certified dick diver. <laughs> certified dick diver. That, to me, is a certified dick diver. No matter what, you will always defend this person. No, Even though you know deep down in your heart you were wrong. but you were a dick diver for this, for this guy. You will defend him. Yeah. You will defend him. Mr. <laughs> Lou. <laughs> oh No, I can't believe you said it. I said it. I'm going to fuck the last episode on this podcast with in the this, in Squatter this studio. I'll say what the fuck I want to say in this room. Mr. Lou. <laughs> Anyways. Hi, man. Let's get to the main event time. This Saturday... And think it's Wembley Stadium? I believe so. Or Cardiff. I think it's Cardiff, Wales. Something like that. Yeah, there we go. You're right. It's not Wembley. But it's it's overseas. There. Hey, there we go. Overseas. man. <laughs> general, we're, <all talking> <laughs> we're, we're queue it up. These are our predictions. What's your prediction for the fight? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. Hey. Pain. <mumbles> all right. Heavyweight Championship of the World Time. Anthony Joshua, the WBA, IBF, and WBO and IBO heavyweight champion, defends it. This will be his second title defense since he won the titles against Andy Ruiz. Yeah, you're right. He'll be facing former cru- undisputed cruiserweight Disputed. champion, making his third fight at heavyweight against Ulrichsander Usyk. B-Ray, this is a fight that's flying under the radar. Not mm-hmm. many people are talking about it. No. This... Is a really good competitive fight in my eyes, but before I go into it, what is your take? Because I gave you shit on Monday, I gave you shit on Sundays at Monday's episode that mm-hmm. you you needed to do your fucking homework yeah. on this, <laughs> and I caught you doing your homework. Yes. So I'm gonna shut my mic off and yeah. I'm gonna give you the mic. Let the fans know what homework you did and who you got. This, you know what? I I, I don't this this is my expectation really, and I, I looked at it as a very good way because. Um, I don't want. I don't want to have really high expectations for this fight. I think this is this is gonna be one of those like very good tactical fights, a good chess match. I don't see this to be those uh, those traditional blood and guts warrior heavyweight fights. I don't see that. Why? Because basically, you know the fights that I saw right past fights of both uh, Usyk and and Joshua, man, I noticed, man. You know what they 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 just their their style is how do you say it? Tactical styles really. They they don't go, you know, bulldoze you really at all. You can tell they both really love to think and kind of like to really counterpunch you as well. Um, like the for example with the Usyk fight when I forgot the who his last opponent, I forgot his name. He Derek Chisora, Chisora There we go. Man, he bulldozed him, man. He bulldozed him, and that's some, something something I was like, yeah, I'm not I don't expect Joshua to do the same. I said, same thing with Usyk, I go. Both are very technical fighters, so I think this is gonna be a very good chess match. And this is where I go, man. This is where I go. So the question is, who is gonna are smart who that night? Who's gonna outbox who really? Who's gonna be the smarter fighter that night? Because we all know, once once they smell blood, once they have an opportunity, they finish you off. Especially Joshua, right? So both very good technical fighters, right? Very good. They they, they know how to box. But the one thing to me, what I saw that I noticed that I feel like, you know what? I think he has the edge. I'm going to give it to Usyk. I think at the end, Usyk wins by decision. I think that he's going to get the best of him. I'm not going to say he's going to win this easily. No way. This, to me, I, I'm, how much you want to bet at the end, you're going to see judges call this a one, like a very close fight, 115-113. I think Usyk gets passed with this. I think he outsmarts Joshua. I mean, what makes you think too? Um Just based on to me, I could be wrong. He, I think he's a little faster. The counter punching, I feel like Usyk is a little faster, in my opinion. Okay, and when things, you know, what especially when he gets in the groove, he to me he looks a little unstoppable. When he gets in that rhythm, I feel he gets a little unstoppable. I feel the same way with 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 Joshua as well, but. I see it with Usyk. He put a little bit... Just a little influence into it, man. I feel like he's going to outbox him just a little more, a little better that night. So, I don't see a knockout. So, to me, I look at this. This is going to be a pretty good chess match. I don't expect this to be a a great overall, you know, heavyweight fight. Because just based on what, what I've seen, how their styles are. Hey, man, if they really get into it, fucking great. Great for us, but... Um, again, my my expectation does not see a, a great, great heavyweight fight. This is going to be a very chess match. And I think Usyk will get the best of it at the very end. So you got Usyk by decision? I got Usyk by decision, yes. Damn. I got Usyk, yeah. That was very tough, man. Because I had a feeling, you know what, maybe Joshua will, of course. But you know what? I don't think Joshua's been in the ring a guy like Usyk. I'll say that. I, I'm going to agree with you on this. And I, my whole thing was going to be this. I don't, I think Joshua hasn't been, hasn't been in the ring with a guy with, with the IQ level. No. Since Vladimir Klitschko. And I saw that fight, man. That and was... I, and I think Vladimir, Vladimir was just at that stage where it was just, his, it was, it, it was just his time. Ago. It was his timing. Yes. It was just his time. Like Klitschko, Klitschko, that version of Klitschko could fight Joshua 10 times. The same outcome's going to come out. Yeah. It's just it, it, it was just the the, the, the that that point the, there that was no point or no return for, for Vladimir. If Vladimir would have fought Joshua maybe three, four years ago, I think Vladimir would have been able to technically dissect this guy. But at this stage, Vladimir injuries, wear and tear, age mm. caught up to him. No excuse, but I it, it 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 was just that. Yeah. And I think Usyk is maybe the, the best. Has maybe one of the best ring IQs in the division right now. Mm-hmm. I don't like his last two performances against the Sora. No, didn't really care the Chaz Witherspoon fight. I I know here personally on this show I was a dick diver for him. I basically was hoping you couldn't I was, wait. I remember that you could I not couldn't wait. wait for his heavyweight, heavyweight debut. debut. Yeah, I have not been impressed by those two performances. He hasn't looked good. I completely agree. That it, when he gets in a momentum, when he gets in a groove, he's unstoppable. <sighs> but at heavyweight, he just does not seem comfortable with the weight. Mm-hmm. He does not seem comfortable fighting a guy who's able to push him back. The Chisora fighter, yeah, he definitely feels a little uncomfortable with being pushed. <laughs> he is lucky that Joshua's is not a physical fighter. He's not. Like a Chisora. Um, Joshua packs a punch. Joshua, yes, yes. Joshua is a a great finisher. And I think maybe one of the top finishers in the division, mm-hmm. maybe the top finisher in the division, you know, he smells blood, gets you hurt. Joshua still has the questionable chin, but just, uh, Oleksandr Usyk has yet to prove that he can stun a heavyweight. He has yet mm-hmm. to prove it that he can do it. Um, I think this is going to be a tactical fight. I completely agree with you. <laughs> yeah. I think this is going to be a, uh, a chess match. I think um, they're both the uh, they're ones of Southpaw, which is Usyk. They're the ones a Conventional Fighter and, and uh, Anthony Joshua. I think Joshua's right hand is going to come in, in a factor. Mm-hmm. I think Usyk's straight left is going to come in a factor. And I I just think that Joshua's power is going to be the tell of the fight here. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. It's gonna go to decision. I don't see a knockdown. No. I don't see. I do see uh, maybe Usyk getting hurt, but I don't see him getting knocked down. I, I honestly think the the Joshua's power is gonna, is gonna be the tail the tail of this fight, and I think Usyk, who has a great ring IQ, won't get into a fire fight with this guy. Will instead fight mm-hmm. to survive and i think mm-hmm. you're going to see um, you're going to see a decision fight i think you're going to see a 116 112 card and i think you're going to see a 115-113 card i think there're going to be mm-hmm. times where the just going to get into is to just try to fight he's going to try to make a miss he's not going to make him pay i think joshua's straight right hand which the straight right hand is a southpaw killer mm-hmm. or a southpaw neutralizer this Saturday night, that straight right hand is going to be a southpaw neutralizer. Mm-hmm. I, I just think I just think I'm. I'm basing my decision, and I'll go say it right now, unanimous decision for Anthony Joshua. Firepower wise, is Usyk is Usyk the better technical fighter? Yes. Yes. Does Usyk have the better footwork? Yes. Will Usyk be the slight will have have slight hand speed? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is Usyk gonna have the firepower? No, no. There's no and power I think answer. the firepower is gonna go to Joshua. I think Joshua's gonna time this guy coming in. I think the the fight's gonna be the tale of who has the better positioning. Usyk has the better foot movement, but Joshua has the rough that has the power mm-hmm. that can change a fight. And I think there'll be rounds where Usyk is winning, where he's flush, flust- frustrating Joshua bet that power is always going to save Joshua. I think they are going to be rounds where Usyk is winning the round because just he's sheer boxing, just boxing this guy. And it's probably like a minute left in the round, and Joshua's probably going to land one good right hand, Mm -hmm. and Usyk's going to back the fuck off, and that's going to win. That's going to win the round for him is that right hand because, yes, it was notable that Usyk was boxing him, but it was also way more noticeable that the right hand was able to back that guy off. Yeah. And I think that's going to be the fight, is that Usyk's going to win these rounds is it a bank in these little the little couple rounds here in the beginning? A couple in the beginning, maybe one in the middle, maybe a couple in the end. But Joshua's power is always going to be the neutralizer mm-hmm. from Usy- Usyk from gaining that momentum. And the reason mm-hmm. I say that, because I told you, watch a Tony Bellew, Usyk. Bellew was able to land those ro- straight right mm-hmm. hands when he wanted to. Usyk... Started picking up a pace once in a while, but Uh when Tony Bellu was able to land the right hand, it was landing. Usak had no answer for the right Mm -hmm. hand. I don't know why Tony Bellu stopped throwing that straight right. I don't know why either. But when he landed it, it landed. It did, it landed. Usak had no answer for the straight right. No softball does once in a while. Mm -hmm. I feel that's going to be the same thing. And then when it stopped, I noticed wow, Usak took over. He took over. Yeah, which and you're right. I thought, and to me, I thought that, that was one of his best performance. It, it, it okay. was one of the best performance. Compare the Tony Bellew fight to the last two fights. Yes, that was the guy that I thought could. If I'll say this, the only way you're going to see an under and uh, an upset this Saturday mm-hmm. night is if you see that version of Hussein. And, and to me... And that's, you haven't no, seen it in two exactly. fights. exactly. And to me, that's why I say, you know what, I'm confident that he has to... He's going to bring out at least some of that. It's, he's fighting for the heavyweight t- title of the world, I so go. So you think this is going to be his motivator? You think it, this is going to be has, the fight? Exactly. So that's another reason why I picked him, I You said. don't know Machenko's dad's training him for this fight? Oh, Papachenko, really? Papachenko. 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 Look at that, I go. So to I don't me, see it. I don't see it. The power, dude. He couldn't hurt Tesoro. No, no, you're right, and that's why I said decision. Because that's why I said no way, no power. And you're right. I was concerned for the power of Joshua, but if you know what I say, you know what. If I'm gonna bet him, man, I say you know what. I think Usek is gonna try his best to stay away from that because if he can if he can stay away from that, he most likely will, will, will win this fight. I said. But you're right. If the power comes in, big trouble, big trouble for Usyk. And that, like you said, that might change everything. That might change the momentum. Yes. I think they're they're gonna be swing rounds with Usek winning this fight, yeah. and the swing is gonna be that right mm-hmm. hand that when he lands that right hand. Yep. But I right. feel that Joshua's a physical better physic the physical fighter in this fight. Mm-hmm. It's just a physical fight. I think when it comes down to like slugging, like exchanging in the exchanges, Joshua's gonna win. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten times. He's yeah. just physically stronger. Usek has yet to proven that he can hang with the heavyweight. Yeah. You know, yeah, he was able to smother Chaz Witherspoon up. I mean, bitch, Chaz Witherspoon actually took the fight at short notice. Yeah, he did. (sighs) And then Derek Chisora just fucking bulldozed him. But he just didn't look comfortable fighting against a heavier guy. Mm -hmm. He just didn't. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Josh was going to be. Josh was for sure going to be a little bit heavier than him. He might, I, I keep hearing he bulked up a little bit. I don't know. I, I don't think I've seen any recent pictures, but apparently he bulked up. Then I'm hearing the opposite. No, he slimmed down. And then, I, and I, and I'm, and from the way Usa looked, Usa looked like he's bulked up for this fight. He, he did, yep. Yeah. He looked like the Joker, but yeah. With that suit, yes. <laughs> I, I think it's, a, you know what, to think this is a sleeper fight. People are sleeping on this fight. Yeah, they're all. Because, I, you know what, there's a part of me that would, would, would technically go to your side and be like, you know what, yeah, Usak could pull this one off. Mm hmm. And I'm assuming you would feel the same way, like you know what, you, you would come to my side and agree that Joshua could win this. Joshua fight. Joshua could win this fight. This is a toss-up fight. It like, is. It, it's gonna go anywhere. It's difficult to make your know, decision. Uh-huh. But this is a heavyweight division, and any fight can be changed <sighs> in one punch. One fucking punch. We've seen it before. So we mm-hmm. could be, right now we do know. We could say, oh, decision, 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 and mean you. Because tomorrow, you know, Saturday, we're moving everything to the fucking garage. We'll be watching as we're setting everything up. Yeah. And that fight could end in the first fucking round, and we don't it. And that's just the heavyweight division. Yep. It's an unpredictable... To me, picking a winner in a heavyweight division is very difficult because everything can change with one punch. Mm-hmm. This is the only division that, that can do it. Yeah. This is... Uh, unlike like heavyweight and the divisions below, this is the only division where me and B-Ray can go in, can go in a 20-minute rant about who we think is going to mm-hmm. win, why we think they're going to win, and it can change like that. One punch yeah. can change everything. That's just a division. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Usik might land a clean punch. Joshua still has a suspect chin. Yeah, that's very true. So he still has that suspect chin. Yeah. Usik can land something in the early round and fucking pff, <laughs> flatline Joshua. Yeah. Joshua can land something on Usyk to flatline him. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. But like we just said, I got this I got Joshua by decision. B Ray got Usyk by decision. Who you got? Of course, we're going to have the polls up on Saturday morning. Of course, yeah. Well, early Saturday morning, as early as we can do it, we're going to have the polls up for you guys to vote. You know, but who do you guys got? Let us know. You know, but Mm, other than that, B-Ray, that's pretty much it for our predictions. Pretty much, yeah. Anything you want to add? Anything else you want to talk about? I don't know if you want to mention it. What do you think so far? Your thoughts of Mikey Garcia coming back? (sighs) How long has he been out? Are you a full Uh, year now? It's been a full year already. He fought February of twenty yeah, twenty twenty. He was the last scheduled for him before you know the pandemic started. Okay, um, it's been a year and a half. I want to say. Don't know who he's fighting. I don't know. I he's pretty it, good. But... It's always good to watch Mikey fight. I think yeah. Mikey has maybe one of the. I think has one of the great minds in boxing, IQ wise. Um, I, I I would to be honest. I would love for him. To stay at 140, I think... And I, got, I think the division is 140. I think he's fighting the guy at 140. I could okay, be wrong. Okay. okay. I mean, like I said, I haven't yeah. really looked into it. I look into it, but I think it was, if I remember, 140, which I liked. I was like, oh, okay, if it's true, I like that. think, liked it. at this stage, any chance of the Mikey wanting to win a world title 147 is out of the window. Oh, for sure. I think if Mikey is staying... If this is Mikey's last stance to make big money fights, you stay at 140. You fight the... <sighs> You fight the Josh Taylors of the world. Yep. You fight the Ryan Garcia's the Devin Haney's, the Tiafimo Lopez's, the Tank Davis. To me, this fight is just a setup fight to fight Tank. Yeah. Because it does to me, I always felt that the he should fight Tank. I think tank tank fighting Mikey would have been a great fight. But so far my, Mikey's only win, win since his loss of Spence was against Jesse Vargas, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. And guess, Vargas, yes. and guess what? I'll say it again. him, or what you've done is what you've done for me yeah. lately. Yep. And so far, the last thing people remember of Mikey is not beating Jesse Vargas is losing to Earl Spence. So right now, he needs to win this fight. Look good. And then possibly in 2021, do a, uh, a Texas showdown against Mikey Garcia in, in Houston, Texas. Or Arlington, Texas, Arlington, Texas, yeah, you know, bring tank to Texas. I mean, oh, so so far, this is by this, this was on September 16, according to boxingnews.com. So, the fight with uh Sander Morden is contested so far at a catch weight of 145 pounds, October 16 on the zone, makes sense, mm-hmm. 145 for 145, makes sense, yeah. but I do hope he actually sticks at 140 uh, because that's, me what, the, money the division excitement of- is there. For him to go there, yep. One forty-seven. Nah, doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Especially now that Pacquiao's gone, doesn't make any True. sense. And I think he even said the reason I campaign at one forty-seven is because I couldn't get you know good opponents at one forty. He goes, but as we talk, you know these are these guys are coming up at one forty. I think that's gonna make him go down. And I think he even admitted it too. Like, hey, you know, Tank's there. I kind of want to go back down. He said. I see. It as I'm mm-hmm. like, to me, this this is just a tune-up fight to wait for Tank for next year. Tank, yep. I think the fight is to go against Tank. Yeah. Mikey's a free agent. Mikey has no, mm, obligation, no obligation to the zone. Nope, exactly. It's, he's a free agent. I think this is just a stay busy fight. Mm-hmm. And if the zone's willing to throw him a couple couple mil for this fight, fuck it. I'll stay busy. I'll win this fight. Mm-hmm. I'll wait for Tank because I think Tank's fighting this year, at the end of this year. I don't know. He said uh, fight announcement soon. So I am saying he's fighting at the end of this year. I don't year. know if, he, if he's fighting, yeah. He's probably fighting in November, assume, right? November the, December. Yeah, November, December, yeah. Okay. End of this year, you make the fight around May. Mm-hmm. Especially the, especially that Canelo's not taking May back. Yep. and get it, he's not taking May back. Yeah. Oh, he's not taking the May, he's not taking May. Why not put why not try to market tank as the next Mayweather taking back the Mexican holiday yep. yeah, yeah, for a black true. fighter. That's very and true. Fighting a Latino fighter in Mikey Garcia, mm-hmm. Mexican American specifically. Yep. I'm telling you. Mayweather promotions hire me. Yeah. Match, <laughs> matchmaker here. Matchmaker for you. That's my that's my prediction this for right now is that that's going to be an all-road lead to Tank. I think Mikey wins his fight, Tank gets his fight, whoever he is. Mm-hmm. And then they beat up next year. And like, then, of my course, yeah, you're right. And, of course, there's the, again, a rumor that they're setting up an, uh, uh, apparently another interim man- mandatory fight again with Jojo Diaz and Ryan Garcia. I'm over here like, how many mandatory fights do you have to make This for David t- Haney? This, to me... <laughs> This, to me, is uh, is stupid for the WBC. Yes. And, and before we end it, let's just, let's just go down what happened. Mm. Luke Campbell was supposed to fight Harvey Fortuna. Harvey really? Fortuna stepped down for some apparent reason, and Ryan Garcia stepped in and okay. fought Luke Campbell. Okay. Right. Ryan Garcia won and became the interim WBC champ. Yeah, it's which automatically makes him the number one contender, which automatically made sense that these two would have to fight. Mm-hmm. Ryan Garcia, for some reason, didn't take the fight. We all know what happened. Uh-huh. Yeah, He went for the dream fight. No, he went for Tank, and then he went for the dream fight. And then uh, Fortuna was supposed to fight, and I think I don't know what happened there. Then he stepped down from the uh, Devin the Haney mental fight. Mental health issues. And then, no, 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 he was Fortuna was supposed to fight Devin Haney. Oh, I don't, okay, know, what oh, I don't know what happened there. Then the WBC there. designated Ryan Garcia versus Fortuna for the real number one contender. <laughs> Even though Luke Campbell and Ryan was for the number contender mm-hmm. for Haney's side. right, Ryan was the really number one contender, yeah. Uh-huh. So there's supposed to be Fortuna versus Ryan. Ryan pulled out because he's bipolar and has mental issues. No fun about that, but I'm just saying throwing it out there. I get you, yeah. JoJo then stepped in, beat Fortuna. He becomes the number one contender. Yeah. For David Haney's belt. Yeah. And instead of the saying, okay, cool, Ryan, you, you know, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to take a step back. Joseph is now the mandatory for the belt. Instead, the WBC, who makes these rules for a reason, because there has to be rules, <laughs> yeah. is going against his own rules and then making another mandatory number one contender fight for a belt that has not been defended <laughs> By the rankings. Okay, now had, had, has Devin Haney defended it? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But not against uh, the number one but, ranked yeah. fighter designated by the WBC. Yeah. So this fight that is rumored, apparently, be ray is Diaz, Joseph Jojo Diaz versus Ryan Garcia for the real, real, <laughs> real... Real, real, real. <laughs> real. number one contender to fight Devin Haney. And David Haney right now is just looking, going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh, David Haney can actually say, "I'm the most avoided fighter in the, in, right now." You really can't say that. Yes. Ryan, Ryan didn't want it. Jojo didn't want it. Jojo made it seem like he wanted it. I get it. Money talks. Mm-hmm. You're most likely being offered more money. Golden Boy kind of kind of set up a video, right, saying like, "Oh, would you guys love to see this?" It, I mean, it's kind of make it obvious. Yep, this is the, um, this the fight gonna happen. Is that the most important fight for for Joseph Diaz? I said people. I I, I don't mind seeing it. Yeah, me either. But. I would have wanted to see against Diaz. I mean against Devin. Yeah, that should have been the next fight. Yeah, I think this is. I think this is an intriguing fight.
1: It is. But
0: I think the fight, the reason why these guys are fighting, is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> if this was just like a, oh we just want to put these guys against each other, I think people wouldn't mind it. But the bullshit that surrounds this, the making of this fight. <laughs> is what, it's kind of fucked up. Because basically, the only reason they're fighting is because WBC's mandating that these guys fight for the real, 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 real number one contender for the belt <laughs> that Devin Haney has had mm-hmm. and has not defended against the number one ranked mm-hmm. fighter. Yeah. To me, this is bullshit from the WBC, who right now in 2021 is looking bad because they're making all these rules, all these policies, but they're not enforcing their own policies or rules. Mm-hmm. They do voluntary doping. You know, Vada. Vada. Their champ tested positive. Their champ was not suspended. Yep. There is a number one contender for the 135 pound champ. You don't man- you don't make it a mandatory. Instead, you're making another mandatory between a guy who basically stepped down due to mental issues. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you had to designate a new number one contender. So do you see the joke here of the WBC this year? Yeah, yeah. This is dumb. This is why boxing is losing to MMA. Because you don't see Dana White going, hey, you're the champ, but I'm going to have the interim fight the interim to become, so we can designate a real, real interim champ. No, that doesn't happen. (laughs) That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. You know what happens? What happens? So let's let's say the champion is out. And I got to make an interim champ. Okay, so let's say the interim champ wins. He becomes the interim champ. Now, let's say the interim champ, keep up with me, gets injured. So, you know, you got the champ and the interim champ injured. So, that means you need an interim champ, right? Yeah, you need So, here comes champ. another guy that comes in and wins it, right? Yeah. Now, he's the interim champ. Yep, he's interim you champ. Have, that means you have two? No, no, no. We took the other belt off you the interim. Exactly. And the other one yep, now. Yep, So, when the champ it. comes back, he fights the interim exactly. champ. Exactly. And the guy who held the other interim champ has to fight the winner between the other two. So... In short, here, ladies and gentlemen, if I just confuse the fuck out of you, which I probably did, <laughs> Devin Haney should have fought Joseph Diaz, and the winner of that fight should have fucking fought, fought Ryan. They could have done that. Now, that's simple as that. I just wanted to confuse you guys by saying intro a lot. And I bet you a lot of people are like, what? It can't get confusing, but trust me, I got I, I, I got along with it. <laughs> keep up with it. Keep it up. But like I said, just to, simple, to simplify it for our mm-hmm. listeners that don't understand. Mm-hmm. Devin Haney should have fought Joseph Diaz the winner of those the winner of the uh, the Haney Diaz Diaz. should have fought Ryan. Yeah. That was it. Simple as that. That's how you eliminate this fucking bullshit mandatory for the real 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 interim champ. But then again the WBC is full of morons I guess. (laughs) I don't know what to say. I agree. I totally agree man. (laughs) Any other stupid oh, news? That's pretty much it. <laughs> that's Another pretty much fucking it. stupid news we got here. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the last episode in Squatter Studios. Yeah. Next week we'll be in the rambling man cave. The man cave. The boy man cave. cave the man, Boy cave. <laughs> I, that's right. It should be the boy cave. Huh? Yeah. Watch hoops. You understand yes. the reference? Episode three or two? Yeah. Two. Episode two. The boy (laughs) cave. Thank you for tuning in. Give us a five-star rating on Mm -hmm. iTunes. It helps with the visibility of tonight's episode and future episode. And it keeps the lights on. I'll let let this be known. Because you guys listen to these episodes because you guys like it. The contribution. You guys contribute by just listening Mm -hmm. and liking it. Like I said, when I say it keeps the lights on, it actually does keep the lights on. All the stuff that was paid for was paid for by you, the fans. Yep us moving to the, to the Ramble Man Cave was paid for you and brought to you by you guys for tuning in every time with us Exactly, and we thank you guys we'll, believe me we're going to drop more content now than I think we did before oh for sure we have room to do it now oh more room like we said we're still sticking to the fight talks oh yeah we can't wait for that one are yeah, we going to do are we going to do one for Canelo I don't know we'll put out the dates Yeah. we'll let you guys know but you'll mm-hmm. be the first ones to know when we're going to put these episodes mm-hmm. out you know, are we gonna go on Instagram live as a, as a as a starter? Probably, maybe, maybe we're still talking yeah. about it. But again, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for liking. Don't forget to buy the merch at the end of September. The tank tops are done. Yep, exactly. So get your JMB Ray right? boxing tank tops. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there are a couple of people that ordered shirts. They hit me up saying they haven't got it. There's been a delay on the on the mm-hmm. on the people who make it. We're gonna get to that. Um, most likely it might be a reimburse, or we might have to like work something out. Yeah, but don't worry. Just DM me if you're having issues. We're working on the on that right now. When I yeah. mean we, I mean me. <laughs> have a good weekend. Enjoy it's... the fights. Drink responsibly because I'm not. Or smoke responsibly because you know B-Ray won't. <laughs> and other than that, have a good weekend. Rock on. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard.